Mary Stack, and I play Georgie Sullivan, who is quite ready to put this whole business of the ghost shark hoax situation to bed. Hi, I'm Willa Wilson, and I play Renette Bollinger. Little does Chief Dunn know, I actually got my entire sense of style and purpose from Scooby-Doo. That's my one inspiration. And isn't it a good one? I'm Holland Lane Curtis, and I play Birdie, the town menace, confused about which Scooby gang member she would be ready to eat the rich, but not actually because Tig and Boppo might be into that. Also, just want to add, putting all of this ghost shark stuff to bed, definitely it's going to be sleeping with the fishes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're welcome. I'm Jonah Knight, and welcome to Roll to Metal. Hey there, metalers. This is part 12 of Belly Up a Martha's Vineyard. It is the final episode in this Sweeps Week mystery. Next in our Brindlewood Bay series is a bonus episode where we talk about what we just did. What did we just do? And we have a special announcement. And after that, we get back to some good old-fashioned murder with a special guest. Okay? Let's go. Well, Mavens, you seem to know exactly what has been going on around here. It seems like you know who did what and why and everything else. I guess now all that's left is to prove it in front of everyone. So prove it. All right, folks. Hey, hey girls, should I? Is it okay if I take the lead? Let's like, we'll, we'll pass it along, but like. Yeah, we'll we'll jump in as needed, but you can go, right. go for it. Yeah. Exhibit A. We've gathered you here. Oh, we're not doing it. You you go first. Oh, you, no, no, you, you go can, first. You can. Oh no, okay. please, you deserve it. Okay, we've yeah. gathered you here today because of some nefarious things happening on this island, and I just want all of you to know that you're all suspects because you're all suspicious. Definitely. But we're going to tell you exactly who did what if you'll just listen to my. My friend over here. Am I doing this? Is this yeah, no, is this the Scooty? Really the Scooty gang? That's yes, the Scooty. <laughs> I'm sure that's what it is. The the of the Scooty do Scooty Boo. That sounds <laughs> right. That yeah. sounds totally right. Scooty? Yeah. Scooty. Yeah. Very Sheriff, Scooty. Is that top, yeah? top tier Scooty right there? I'm sure we're all uh at least most of us, those of us who weren't directly involved, are wondering. What the deal is with that ghost shark? We can we can put that mystery to bed because there was never a ghost shark. Pause for dramatic effect. Well, I mean, there was, what? but it wasn't no a ghost, ghost and it wasn't shark. a shark. Sorry, there sorry, was sorry. no ghost shark. Hey, hey Bertie, let me have this. She, she, she said there was <laughs> no, there was no ghost okay. shark. There was never, Ooh, there no was ghost never shark. a ghost shark. The ghost shark was in here in our in our minds i'm pointing to my head <laughs> we all saw something funky going on in the water little glowy water thing as one may have written down if one were to take notes on this as it happened but you know what it does a thing that is glowing in in the water is not necessarily a ghost shark. In fact, there are so many things other than ghost sharks that can be glowing and in the water. For example, and we'll get to this later, perhaps a submarine. We're going to put a pin in that because there's more. 
that's a surprise tool for later. Yeah, no, we're yeah, we're just we're doing it like we're putting it in there so we can pick it up later, you know. But as I said, the, the, it's, in, it's in our heads. It's in our heads. And what can alter and persuade our heads? But perhaps some kind of hal- drugs. Hal- Sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Sorry. Hallucinogen. Hallucinatory uh, d- drug drug smoke in the form of incense, perhaps in this burner that we found on the beach. <sighs> Oh, I sell those in my store. Yes. And it's good that you noticed that because this is another moment that we're going to put a pin in that and then pick it up later. So thank you for commenting on that, Miss Janet Puddles. Incense filling our minds with thoughts of ghost sharks as we are actively watching the momentous movie, the, the cinematic masterpiece that is Jaws. What else are we to imagine but a shark? And what else would be glowy but a ghost? And such a theory was only further written into the annals of our local history through the glorious medium of driftwood art painted on our very landscapes in these beaches somebody drew some actually really really well done and very tasteful art of mutilated tourists and and sharks um so honestly whoever did that tasteful well i i mean i'm just saying i'm not saying mutilation is tasteful i'm saying the artistic style was very moving you know that whoever did that had real talent and um they're probably going to be going to jail but like we'll get to that we're, we're going to put a pin in georgie that. do you want to i feel like we should like put a pin in the not the tasteful part but the part that it's like right okay but Am yeah crazy? driftwood art yeah uh, that was a that was a ploy <laughs> to color our minds and our perceptions uh of what is in the water so that we can be further influenced by the drug smoke the last part of this particular section of this mystery would be what could have possibly powered such a big glowy water thing, but a hundred gallons of diesel fuel. <laughs> there is no other explanation. None. And That's behold it. this receipt, which we recovered from the shop of none other than you, <gasps> Janet Puddles. So moving on, don't worry, the pin is still there. We're going to pick it up later. <laughs> Indeed, the ghost shock was a hoax. But for, but for why, wherefore, and for what reason create conjure such a gruesome and frightening being into our waters perhaps to keep people out of the water because perhaps there was some something dare i say fishy going on (laughs) and you wouldn't happen to know anything about it would you janet puddles Oh, what? No, uh, what? What? Okay. No, I do sell. I do sell incense burners. 
I support the art community and art on Driftwood. Sounds like something I would enjoy if it was tasteful. And I mean, a receipt for <laughs> diesel fuel, that's ridiculous. Why would I, I? I certainly, I can't imagine. I can't imagine how that would have gotten into my store. After all, it is a little bit suspicious. What with your whole new age, fancy granola sort of a vibe. What would you be doing with that much diesel fuel? That's not good for the environment, probably. Well, yeah. I, 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 uh, ch- Chief, what evidence is there? Furthermore, <laughs> furthermore, crime, crimes, the reason for the ghost shark, there has been going on under the very noses of our island's citizens. An She's losing the trail. Oh, quick. Hey, I was Somebody just jump trying. in. Okay. <laughs> I think she's I was okay. smuggling. <laughs> there we go. Picked it back up again. I did. I just, I, I had to, I, 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 I go in one direction with the sentence and then the words that I'm looking for just escape me. So I have to curve around to it. You know, I have to do the it's, little curve around to it. It's a journey. I'm in, I know where you're going and I okay. am so compelled and excited with the words that you are pulling Thank together. You know what? You yeah. can jump in anytime. I know I'm kind of leading this, but like, I don't have to. Oh no, I'm wanna, just here to like be mean and like add little comments. I'm I don't want to you know mess your place. With, I don't want to mess your mess with your flow. This is great. If you want us to jump in, absolutely. I'm smuggling. <laughs> All right, I can see where this is going. Oh yeah, can you? But can look, you? look. Are you sure? <laughs> All right, I've been accused of smuggling for all of my life <laughs> since I was a little kid. Everyone was like, Mike Church, what are you doing smuggling that gum around? What are you doing smuggling that bike? And I just want to say, there's never been anything that's ever stuck. Okay? Just not for the record. The, no, not it's even the illicit gum trade? <laughs> that was my gum, and that other kid backed me up on it. Hey, hey, Mike Church. It's interesting that I had said nothing about you and you just felt the need to defend yourself. Oh, you don't think it was me? Uh, All right. I, okay. I, yeah. Hey, stay. Hey, stay seated, Mr. Church. Okay. Yeah. I yeah, mean, I, stay scared. You're yeah. not off the hook yet, buddy. Yeah. You don't I, know where she's going. In what, fact, what? you're a little bit more on the hook. Maybe you don't. Yeah. Let her paint a word picture, Mike Church. What? You yeah, just why implicated you yourself. So- yeah, Keep why were you so seat. defensive when I hadn't even brought you up? Interrupting an old sweet lady like that? What kind of man does that? Look, look, I'm, manners. I'm just a businessman, and it's the 4th of July. Fireworks are going to be starting soon, and there's money to be made. So if we could just wrap this up so I could Exhibit go make a little five. money. Exhibit 5, Mike Church's cocaine boat. All right. Enough of these allegations. There's no proof that there's any cocaine. No. You know, I will get to you. This pin is there and I'm going to pick it up. Mike Church's cocaine boat. Where do boats go but in the water? That's where they live. That's where they're the happiest. You know what else was found in the water? Dismembered body parts. 
Oh, dismembered body parts. What were they doing in the same water? Could she say dismembered body parts? Dismembered body parts? Perhaps even stolen art? Oh, it's just stolen art. And what could have, what, what, what is, what could be uh, the mode of dismembering but this package of fillet knives? We definitely took pictures. We didn't bring we the took actual pictures. No, we didn't. Georgie yeah. has her phone out and is showing all the photos as Renette is talking, like walking people through the picture journey to match the word journey. Yes, thank you. Wait, can thank you turn you your so brightness much. up? I can't. I can't really. I know yeah, I've already seen it. Brightness all the like, way up. This is important. Yeah, thank you. And Wait, did you take these pictures inside of Mike's sailboat? Because I thought we had that. that in the impound no yard. That. Huh? I have to. Don't worry about it. That. <laughs> now, now the question the the question is bared. The this bears the question: Whose dismembered body parts could it possibly be? Who have we not seen in a hot minute? But Brump, innocent, dumb, himbo Brump. Not Brump, the lifeguard. <laughs> the lifeguard, indeed. He's the best lifeguard on the island. He has been dismembered. He's, uh, yeah. He was the best of us. Yeah. And now he's gone because he saw too much. He was making the connections. He's the one who found the dismembered uh, body part art on the driftwood with the painting of the shark. He saw too much. His little himbo brain was making connections and somebody had to snuff him out. Who could it be? Who could have done such a grisly act? Who has the means, the vast amount of wealth to cover up such a grisly act and a grisly business of art smuggling? But the richest, the upper crust of this island. Janet, you're innocent. <gasps> It's a coincidence that the the thing the receipt for that the diesel was in your shop. Oh, I I thought, whew, yeah, it was it was a coincidence. Mike Church, you're on thin ice. Mike Church, <laughs> you are definitely involved. Why, Whether or not why? you know the extent of it, that 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 will will determine that in court. Someone will determine that in court, but most importantly. Tig, Buffo, Buffo, and Tig. I mean, those are our names. Yes, they are. Are you asking? Or are they? Tig looks at Buffo. No, those are our names. Are you sure they're not short for anything? Like uh, it sounds like they'd be short for some really ridiculous rich person name, like like Antigone and Bartholomew or something. Am I on the right track? It's got to be that. It's It's got to be be something. Come on, it can't just be Tig and Buffo. Well, these are our public names, of course. Oh, so that we chose when we were seven. Oh. Okay, well, there, now, wait, there now there's ritual? some ritual. I have questions. <laughs> yeah, now I want to know more. Please go on. Well, no one will ever know our real names. Not unless you're one of the Harvard Longfellows. But you, you may call us Tig and Boffo. 
back to this very strange secret society of the Harvard Longfellows. Ones who perhaps made their vast fortune in art smuggling. Well, no. Perhaps who are trying to uh, live their lives, expand their, their fortune, get some mode of adventure through the exciting world of smuggling famous sought-after paintings in that, like, bunker over there. You know, that, that bunker over there? There's like a staircase is on a cliff or something, and then uh, there's there's a little there's a little inlet um, where, where je- that's just at the right height for perhaps Mike Church's cocaine boat to have uh, just swum up and like you just hand the paintings over like a drive-through, like like a drive. You've never been in a drive-through, chicken boffo. Never mind. And, oh, dr- uh, driving? Yes, we have been driving before. Mm, yeah, you've never you, but you've never been to like a Taco Bell. No. I'm not going to explain what a drive-thru or a Taco Bell is to you. I feel like it would be a very hopeless endeavor. But you've been smuggling art. Your reasons, we don't we don't necessarily know. Well, this is this is beyond preposterous. As everyone knows, we were born into nigh infinite wealth. Why that which will seemingly last until the sun goes cold. Why would we need to smuggle art? I don't know. Why do you do anything? Why do you buy countries? Well, now, (laughs) allegedly, Uh allegedly buying countries. Yeah, why do you do anything? Honestly, I'm legitimately asking, with your level of wealth, what, what are you? Well... My name is Tig. This is Buffo. I believe we have many things to do tonight, so unless you have any evidence, I I should insist that Mr. Montgomery return us back to our residence. We've got some more things to say. And speaking of that vast, infinite amount of wealth that you have, where's it going? Have you been... Spending it? You have some habits, maybe? Spending it a little too uh, too quickly to yeah. keep up? You know, when you're... All those dinners at the UTI. Yeah. All of those weird food things that Definitely. really cost way too much money. Very I mean, come on. Very illegal. Very endangered. And that a submarine is, like, super expensive, probably. The weird purchases of submarines, yes. Yeah. When you're born with that and you grow up with that insane amount of wealth, you don't you don't learn how to budget. You don't and you're not getting any any new money. You don't have any skills or source of further income. What are you doing? And Chief Dunn sort of looks at you, Renette, and says, Okay, so you're saying that they are running an art smuggling operation. Yeah. That they created the ghost shark. Yes. And that they killed lifeguard Brump. Yeah. They may be- not have done it themselves with their own hands. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause I don't think 
they've ever done anything with their own hands. Oh. But they were definitely the master <laughs> masterminds, the the influence behind that. They they paid a guy. They paid someone okay. to kill a guy. Okay, okay. What saying. And they did it because they're rich people. They're and that's they're what trying, rich people do. They're trying to stay rich. They get a little scared seeing their their seemingly infinite, infinitely deep pockets start to not be so infinite anymore. I mean, I'm just saying, like a quick Google search tells you that like the most low budget submarine is $75,000. And then like a recreational luxury one could be upwards of a hundred million. That sounds like a little bit of a, a lot of money. I mean, maybe they made enemies. Maybe they have some people that they need to Appease. give some money to because yeah. they start trying to buy countries and then they start talking to people on black markets for their weird crabs or I don't know. With yeah, there was like black market talk crabs. at the UTI. I can and like, tell. by the way, thank you for inviting us for that very interesting lunch. Like we're not trying to like knock on that. Thank you for that. But also, still, you are criminals. I think we are knocking on that because that was super weird and insulting. Weird. There were way too many. Like, I don't think I know I ordered the least endangered thing on the menu. <laughs> I feel like it was still pretty endangered. It was still pretty endangered. Listen, all that is to say is that for them, the sun did grow cold. And so. They had to make up that wealth, and they did it via art smuggling, as all of the clues have clearly led us to led to this conclusion. So clearly. You may even say the dice roll got us here. Yeah. <laughs> Tommy begins a slow clap. And furthermore. <laughs> you've been filming this, right? <laughs> of course. Zishavia, as you say. A very riveting documentary. <laughs> and furthermore, this thing with the fucking wizard. Oh, yes. You know, and... I'm sorry, a, a wizard? Is it... <laughs> the wizard. Should I arrest? I Wait. I was fireballed oh. earlier today. I'm sorry, yes. you were you were fireballed? It was, it was yeah. upsetting. Renette it's will an explain. Area of a, I, of still spell. I still can't quite talk about it. You might say I'm a little shell-shocked. Mm. Kit wakes up. I've heard of fireballing. I didn't know we were going to talk about that here. Some locals have seen something about a wizard wandering around these parts. All spooky and tall and long. Flipping in rags with a big old scraggly beard. Tossing, tossing spells hither and thither. It could be magic. Could be magic. If you're a whimsical in your heart, you can believe that it's something we cannot describe scientifically or or zodiac could it be the zodiac or it could be like really expensive technology and you know who has money for that i was i was leading you know what i'm taking too i'm sorry i'm getting a bus i'm just i'm getting a little sunburned i'm kind of ready to like head home so i'm just like okay so it it could be magic (laughs) it could be magic it could be a lot of money tossed to very specific and like powerful little mini weapons that make fireballs and stuff and make it look magic and who has the money for that but tig and boffo and who has those cool weapons but the longest butler mr montgomery 
Not Mr. Montgomery. Yes, Montgomery. You, you long man, and your long robes. You decide. You have been sent on a mission by your employers to find yet another treasure, not just the stolen paintings, not just this art smuggling, but to recover uh, an ancient or uh, a storied treasure trove. You used that map, that map from the, 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 the nautical map for the, 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 the treasure and the shipwreck and stuff. And you got on your moped and you uh, you put on your robes because you felt you needed a disguise and you just figured you could have a little bit of whimsy with it. And I respect that. I respect that very much. The clothes make the person dress for success and you did your best, but it wasn't enough. Hey, hey, Birdie, Georgie, should I go on? Should I go about the weird thing with the cat or do we want to leave that and, and not sound crazy? But like we know what it is. I don't think we need to tell them about the cat. Yeah, okay, back to the audience. Um, Yes, Wizard Montgomery, you got on your moped, you put on your robes, you got those cute little tiny wizard weapons that cast fireball, and you you set out to find treasure. And that that's, you, you did it on behalf of your employers. Uh, I don't know what they've got on you, or if you're fully in on this, like that'll you will like you'll 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 need a lawyer. You're gonna get a lawyer, but the point is, you're the weird wizard guy. Well, no, I am. Um, that's um. Like, doesn't uh, he just sound like well, that's that's an old wizard guy voice, right? All right, everyone, stop right now. Stand back, and Mr. Montgomery straightens up to his full height. I'm just going to leave. All of you can do what you like, but I'm done with this. You seem to have enough to deal with. I'm just going to go. Georgie, it does seem as though Mr. Montgomery is reaching into his sleeves. Oh, no. Oh, she full on hides behind people. <laughs> yeah. Not again. AOE. Not again. So you all just stay here. Oh, and I'll I be on my stay. way. Uh, do you mean you roll the night move? Oh, I was just, I just make it. Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> I was making a joke there, but now I feel like I should do something. John um, looks real excited about it. So you know what? Um, <laughs> do it because I'm, I'm too much of having a coughing fit. You got to do something. I will do something. Um, so how many, um, how many conditions do you have right now? I've got a few. <laughs> I've definitely got, I'm, I'm, I'm still walking funny. I'm a little scratched up. Cool. So yeah, I've got two. Uh, I think you've got conditions. two. Yeah. I'll sure you want to let me. You know what? Yeah. yeah okay. I, I got it. I got it. I got I this. Would. I got this. I just feel like my one condition, not to like meta game. I feel like Georgie's one condition absolutely prevents her from doing something about oh, this. Oh, one hundred. Like in this situation, like Very specifically. <laughs> um, can Birdie have like some little drink with her? That does not have alcohol in it, even though she's pre- pretending it does. No, what wait, would... she did. She did get drinks, didn't she? Oh, when you when you like a sandwich or something on the way here. Yeah, I think that each of you could have like a, a to go cup with a straw out the top. 
I just kind of assume that Birdie always has a flask in her. Yeah, but purse. we don't want I... alcohol for this because. Oh, okay. Of Right. That's what I was saying. I think I poured like the alcohol part into my flask and then I did that thing that people do when you only paid for the drink and it's not free refills, but you like run in really quick and like get get an extra drink that you didn't pay for. And then you. Yeah. You know, when they have like a a little fountain. Yes. Yeah. I think she did that with some ice water because it's hot and she got a little sunburn. She was trying to cool down. And I think she tries to just douse this guy in the water in hopes that it will break whatever contraption he has or stop a fire. You want to throw your water at him. That's the goal. The goal is to, like, get him wet, get his arms wet. Just kind of shock him so we get the upper hand if he tries to, like, run or hurt us. Okay. Okay, so let's say that this is the night move. Uh, The sun is mostly gone down. These fireworks look like they're going to start at any time now. Uh, maybe you're not aware of this, but Georgie, you're certainly aware that it looks like fire might come out of his sleeves if something happens. Watch out for his sleeves! It's hiding while well, I'm hiding behind a chair or whatever. <laughs> oh, fire sleeves, Montgomery. <laughs> so, Birdie, it sound, let me ask you this. If this goes wrong, what is the worst thing that could happen? Probably he sets me and everybody else on fire. Interesting. I mean, or he gets away, but like, I wouldn't love being on fire. I think this is an inferno. (laughs) Yeah, I think it's worse than that. I think that the fire would not only engulf this gazebo, but also many of the tourists who are out here on the lawn waiting for the fireworks to start. Oh, no. This might turn into a raging fire that could consume much of this town. Only you can prevent tourist fires. <laughs> that was good. That was Thank good. You. Thank you. That I was, was really holding good. on to that. I like that. Good job. So you can back down or you can go ahead with it. I mean, I'm not going to let him set everything on fire. He's threatening to, but I guess if he's trying to leave, I think I'm going to go for it. Birdie just kind of usually goes for things. It'll be fine. (laughs) What's with that face? (laughs) I think she's probably uh, focusing on her reflexes um, and just like quick movement. So vitality is okay. That is okay. That is a nine. Well, with a nine, you did what you intended to do. What did you intend to do? What does this look like? I think she sees him gearing up for something, remembers that Georgie said stuff about fire and just doesn't want to risk it and is hoping to uh, nip that in the bud. And so without uh, any thought, she tosses her drink at him, possibly a little in his face, but mostly trying to get his like sleeve area that Georgie mentioned and ideally she would try and trip him as well you throw and then you go to physically attack as well it doesn't have to be that but that's that's what her brain is thinking she's like i'm gonna incapacitate this guy throw the drink get him to not escape because we've had one too many uh escaped people that we've accused correctly unfortunately 
Yeah, the water hits Mr. Montgomery right in his sleeves. Bullseye. There's a little bit of steam, and he looks down at his hands like he's a little flabbergasted, like, uh, uh, and then surprised about what to do next. No magic for you, wizard. But because it's a nine, there is a little bit of a cost. I think you're so caught up in this moment that you do go to trip him. And you do a complete tumble down the stairs of the gazebo. So it's a perfect shot with the water right on his hands. And then you take another step and everyone watches you tumble, tumble and land flat on the ground. Oof. Been there. Thought you were going to say a butt thing so we could all have butt stuff. <laughs> Why do you want us all to have butt stuff, Holland? I just, I think it's a bonding moment for us. Okay. <laughs> I could have phrased that differently, you but I didn't. You could have. You didn't. It is what it is. It's yeah. out there now. It's out there. So there is a big mass of confusion, and everybody, all the suspects, everyone in this gazebo, is suddenly on their feet and running around. Chief Dunn leaps off the gazebo and tackles Mr. Montgomery. There are maybe a couple of nameless police officers that also rush up there, uh, someone detains Mike. A few others detain Tig and Bafo. And as this confusion sort of crescendos a little bit, something else happens. The fireworks start to go off. It is the 4th of July and the first rocket's red glare light up the skies over Martha's Vineyard. There is a gleam on the ocean and a cheer goes up from all these tourists. And that is when headlights veer off the road, aiming right towards the gazebo. And this vehicle is charging in your direction. It's just tearing across the lawn. And tourists are jumping out of the way. And as it gets closer, you might recognize this Ford Bronco. It comes to a screeching halt in the front of the gazebo. And who should leap out from the driver's seat but Deputy Fern? <laughs> With her gun out, looking <laughs> panicked, looking no, as... Put it, put it away. We're good. We're Why good. do you have that gun? Put look, it down. <laughs> looking as though she hasn't slept in two days. And she says, Bertie, are you all right? Are you okay? Oh, yeah, I'm fine. This happens sometimes. We're good. I'm so tough. You didn't get eaten by the cannibals? What? You sent me this text that said that you were going to go have lunch with people that you thought were going to hunt you and eat you, and that you were going to text me back if everything was okay, and you never texted me back. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, um, oh, my God. Friends um, lost. You're so cool, and lunch is on me next time. So there weren't cannibals. They are still art thieves and maybe murderers. Definitely so we murderers. were right about that. I thought I texted you back. <laughs> yep. Oh, I see that. I, um, yeah, it's totally already like in the, in the text box. I just never sent it. I definitely, uh, Ooh, man, technology on the beach. You know, it just doesn't always, <clears throat> Hey Fern. Fern's holding her phone and it goes, bleep, bleep. she goes, Oh, there it is. <laughs> you know how the beach it's a beach, beach phone, you know. Yeah. Oh, Fern, 
I did get you a little bracelet. I got you a gift. See, it's fine. You got me a gift? Yeah, it's just back at the, it's back at the house, but um Oh wow, thank you. We'll have a girls' trip next time and then hopefully it won't be murdery. Anyways, yeah, can you help me up? So the camera fades. Another day or so goes by before it's time to leave your vacation. But each of you has time to talk to one of these side characters, anyone that you have found like uh interesting enough to want to have a little conversation with before you go. I would like to talk to uh Tommy Labine. Was that is that the guy? Oh, not not Captain Quinn. Not Captain Quinn. Oh my god, obviously <laughs> that. Obviously her. Mm-hmm. Yes, Captain Quint. Yeah, why don't you uh come aboard the, the ship here? Yeah. I I'm already there. So you're uh you're gonna go back home, are you? Yeah. I uh got stuff to do. That place can't run without me. You run a lot of stuff, do you? This and that. Well, I guess that's just the way it is, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, you're a you're a seafaring gal. You ever find yourself in Brindlewood Bay? Come find me. Oh yeah. Yeah. I might just do that. I might just let you. And she sort of reaches out, mm-hmm. like uh, almost as though she's gonna slide a hand around your waist. Mm-hmm. But no, it was something behind you that she goes to get. Mm-hmm. She comes back with one of her shirts. On the left breast, there's a little logo that says uh, Captain Quince Deep Sea Exploration Tours. And she kind of hands it to you. It says, nice uh, yeah. Uh, some quality embroidery right there. Uh, looks like it might fit you if uh, if you wanted something. I'll take it. And she holds it open so that you can get your left hand in the left sleeve. In helping get your right hand in the right sleeve, she's suddenly much closer to you than she has been before. Mm-hmm. I let it happen. And so her nose kind of brushes against yours. Moves a little sideways across your cheek. I give her a little kiss right on the corner of the mouth. Yeah, she turns into that. Yeah. And you can feel one arm around your back mm-hmm. and the other behind your head. Mm-hmm. I put both my hands in her scraggly seawater-filled hair. Yeah. Nice. It's a nice vacation. Very nice, yeah. yeah. Good times, good times. Well, if you decide to wear this shirt and you have to say that you're going to wear this shirt mm-hmm. to a particular mystery mm-hmm. and you allow good memories to follow you into that mystery, memories from this vacation, wild memories, then you'll be able to roll with advantage once. Hmm. You get to choose when. Okay. Nice. Thanks, Captain Quint. I will talk to Rachel. Rachel is still near the docks. She was sort of um, there when you were returning the mopeds. 
not too far away. But she's out near the docks and she's going through some of her equipment. Well, I guess you were right all along. It always was a hoax. Ah, you know, you're right some of the time, you're wrong some of the time. Did you think it was a real ghost shark? I don't think we really knew until we knew, you know? Mm -hmm. You know how it goes. I hope I didn't, it didn't distract you from your studying overfishing too much. I mean, how much can you really do over, over the 4th of July anyway? I'll, I'll get back to that. I'm just glad that there's no more hysteria. Well, it's good work that you're doing, helping protect this ecosystem that we depend on. And, you know, if you ever find yourself in Brindlewood Bay for whatever reason, you should swing on by my knitting shop. I know, you know, I know that it's a stressful topic that you're looking into. And what is really helpful with that is knitting. So if you'd like to come by for a free knitting lesson, I would be happy to hook you up. Wow. Thank you. I appreciate that. I've, I've seen some things about the St. Lawrence River that, I don't know strange rumors and allegations about fish life there that maybe could be looked into. Maybe I, maybe I'll take you up on that. Yeah, that would be great. Also, God damn it. I should have said crochet lessons. I'll hook you up. <laughs> it's too late now. <laughs> that actually reminds me of something. And she opens up her bag and she rummages around a little bit. So you, you knit, you say? Yeah. I, all the things with fiber art. And she takes out a plastic bag. And inside of it is some yarn. Okay, this is going to sound weird, and I don't know if you can use this at all. But this is local alpaca yarn from the island. But the interesting thing about this is that it's sort of infused with the essence of jellyfish. I don't know if you can do anything with that. This is magnificent. Thank you so much. Of course. And maybe um, maybe I will have to stop by Brindlewood Bay at some point. We would love to have you. If you use this yarn and present it to a suspect in a future mystery, whether it's just the yarn or something that you create with the yarn, the suspect will become obsessed with knitting and will personally commit to learning how to knit. Oh my God, I love that so much. <laughs> I think I'd like to see Kit Grumple. I think you're uh, getting close to the fairy when you see Kit behind the counter in the local coffee shop. Grumble, I actually, you know what? I actually have something for you. One second. Um, oh. And Bernie goes into her bag and pulls out an album that is pristine. And she says, okay, so this is first edition David Bowie Diamond Dogs. Really, really good album. Totally wow. would recommend, but also don't open this packaging because I specifically bought three for myself when it came out because I knew it was going to be crazy. My advice to you is take this present, quit at least two of your jobs because it'll sell for like probably $8,000. What? Um, yeah. No, so just no, like, I can't. I can't accept this. No, you're going to you're gonna take it and um, otherwise I'm going to yell at you. So 
I'm not, let me, let me tell you this scrumple. I'm not a nice person. I don't do things for people, but you've done more for me just talking to me like a human being than most people I've known in my life besides my best friends. That's really weird. I know you're some kid that we've had like three conversations with, but like there's something, there's something special and unique about you. And there's like a kindness to you that I really don't want to see snuffed out because you're working on the capitalist agenda because you have to, and you're trying to like patient. I've got this. This is not a big thing for me. I want this to be something that can help you even just a little bit. And I also want you to tell absolutely no one about it, that it was me. Sounds good. And Kit comes out from behind the counter and gives you a big hug. Oh, 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 okay. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much. Just pay it forward someday to some other tired college kid. Okay. Sounds good? It does. Okay, well, let me, and they look around a bit. Let me, I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what. I have something to give you. And they run into the back of the coffee shop, come back with a backpack. They unzip, and from the backpack, they take out a smallish painting that is very well done. And maybe if you really think about it, there's something stylistically similar to that art that was on the driftwood going on. And they say, I'd like you to have this one. It is an impressionistic vision of the island of Martha's Vineyard. I've been working on it, but it's it's okay. It's um I like this one. I think I'm getting somewhere. And I like talking to you too. I thank you so much. Thank you for this. This is priceless. I mean, one of a kind painting by a, a soon to be famous artiste mayhaps or whatever the hell you want to do. Oh. Honestly, if you want to spend whatever money you get from that album, just like hanging out and, and buying whatever you want. I don't care if you want to put it towards college. Cool. If you want to use it to get a bunch of like painting things. And I don't know, I wasn't really paid to get like supplies or whatever. That's probably expensive. Go for it. Just do something that's going to make you happy because I think you make more people happy than you realize. And you deserve to have some good things too. Well, you you deserve good things too. Might be too late for me, but maybe not. If you display this painting in your cozy little space and mention it at some point when you are in your cozy little space, you may remove one additional condition if you are recovering alone after a mystery. You may use it once. So the three of you and Fern are standing, waiting for the ferry to board. I did. I know I was joking earlier, but I did also want to have a quick conversation with Tommy Devine. Yeah, I think this is um, this is absolutely fine. This can work into waiting at the ferry mm-hmm. because he is there trying to interview people about how the elite make all their money through art thefts. Yeah, I think it is easy enough to pull him aside and have this conversation. Is it just just you know, I just making connections with someone in the in the artistic uh, production community. Okay, you know, making sure he remembers I was I was there. 
the three of you are sort of going to get pulled apart here for a moment. And you are having this conversation with Tommy. Mm-hmm. And you can sort of mark down that if you need him for any reason, you can always contact him. Nice. Here's my card, Tommy the Bean. Georgie, you give Renette a little bit of space. And out of the corner of your eye, a very mysterious cat pops in its head around the corner and looks at you. Say, what was the deal with this mysterious cat anyway, Georgie? Well, we had determined that this mysterious cat was a guardian of the treasure that our wizard slash Mr. Montgomery was searching for. This cat holds the key to open the treasure and the compass to find the mysterious treasure as well. And it was helping us, um, kind of steering us toward the identity of the wizard in a manner of speaking to protect that treasure since he was hunting it. There was something very mysterious about this cat pretty much every time you saw him. But there's something a little bit less mysterious about him now. Like maybe... The thing he was trying to get you to do, you did. And maybe he thinks that the treasure is safe. And Pearl pokes her head up from your knitting bag. And the two of them have a brief conversation. And this mysterious cat gets closer and rubs up and down on your ankle a few times. Do you want to come with us? Well, if you are accepting this invitation, we would be happy to have you at the yarn shop and just, you know, to make yourself at home in Rindlewood Bay. He reaches his full length up your knee and up your leg and grabs on to your knitting bag and looks at you. I help scoop him right in. Scoop that cat. Yeah. Scoop that cat. As as you look back up for the rest of your 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 group, uh, you find that my conversation with Tommy the Bean has ended, and I am furiously making out with Captain Quint as portrayed by <laughs> Catherine Tate. At some point, this mysterious cat's going to need a name, but that's for another time. Okay. Birdie, you've given Renette a little bit of space. You saw Georgie dealing with this cat, and you're like, oh, great, another cat. (laughs) And you hear a man's voice from behind somewhere saying, B? Beatrice? Oh, no. Nope. Nope. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. I turn around slowly, like it's killing me. This older gentleman, maybe in his 70s, he's kind of tall. He's not like Mr. Montgomery tall, but he's tall. He's got like cool blue steely eyes. He's definitely gray. Definitely lost a lot of hair since the last time you saw him. You came all the way to the vineyard and he, you didn't give me a call? Who is it? Who is this guy? How would you forget what James Taylor looks like? Oh, I'm so 
sorry. We got caught up in this whole thing. There was a murder. We had to solve it. We're right. kind of like my friends and I were kind of consultants now. It's I finally know what a consultant is. It's literally just like do what you want, but like say something strong about it and then people will listen. Oh my god, how are you? I'm great. You know, working on the new album. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm did excited you, to hear. Did you hear the last one? Of course. Of the course. So, and the song about you? There was a Oh come on, come on you know. Oh, you're so sweet. I have fingerprints no, I all over presume, everything. I wouldn't I wouldn't presume it was about me. Oh my goodness. You are well, so sweet. Yeah. Well, are you so you're leaving? You're waiting on the Yeah. 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 We're we're heading out today. It's just you know, we mm. were gonna stay a little bit longer, but it's been a bit of a wow a situation. You know, I, uh I, we got some sunburns, we got some burn burns, we got some crazy stuff, you know, crime, wizards. Where are you these days? Where Oh my god, I'm I'm in Brindlewood Bay. Just like hop on a boat. I'm sure you've got plenty now. Well, I've got just the one. Just the one. Just the one. Oh, yeah. plenty. I'm sorry. I know. You've got old faithful. Oh my God, come visit. Oh. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Maybe I maybe I will. Yeah, I can set you up. I know all the I know all the people. We can get you like a little like Airbnb bungalow or something. It's so you know what? There's actually a there is actually probably a bungalow that recently uh, does not have any more people in it for, you know, just reasons. But it's really cozy. It's got a nice, like, outback. There's, like, you could bring your boat and dock it there. Yeah, it'd be great for songwriting. You know what? I actually have my my schedule's pretty full with, with Ooh, this album. Okay. And then... Yeah, um, no, of course. Brindlewood Bay isn't on... It's not being talked about for the tour. But, Which is um, weird. I mean, that's kind of, like... The It Place, Chicago, New York, Brindlewood Bay. Uh, yeah, I've been hearing all about it. I've been hearing, uh, mm-hmm. I've been hearing that. But you know, all right. I know you haven't seen him since like '68, '72, something like that. You know, Jimmy hasn't shut up about you in like 30 years. Oh, you know, you know how it is with he and I. It's like it's such a love hate, like fighting. <sighs> Kissing, yeah. making out in the rain, more fighting. Well, it's so I mean, dramatic. And I, that whole thing with my ex-husband, it was like, oh. And his know. ex-wife, who, and not right. that I mean, not that you played no role in that, but. I mean, I'm not an innocent. I won't say, I uh, won't say right. that I am, but like, you know, but it, it was, it was hard. It was hard because, you know, I felt like he got buffed in the divorce, you know? But like that's, I've always missed funny. Jimmy. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. I know, and that's why I keep. I've said it a couple of times to people because I think it's really funny. But, oh my god, you look so good. The sun is so good for you here. Well, yeah. Well, it's good seeing you. Um, you should give give him a call for me at some point. I I will. I will. I'll now, let him know you're in Brindlewood Bay. Yeah. Oh my goodness. You know, and I've really rekindled rekindled my love. I'm. There's not any hard feelings anymore for anything. Like, I totally forgive and forget. So that's so me. I'm so, like, I'm so hippie now and just so <laughs> now. relaxed. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. It's it's actually worse. I'm so, like, all of my friends call me, like, the calm one now. That's so you. That's so you, B. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It's so good to see you, Jamie. 
you know what? We're just going to have to come back sometime soon. I hope you do. You got to let me know when you're coming. I will. I will. It totally slipped my mind this time. You know, they were staying at Robin's house for a little bit. Just just try it out and see how I was feeling. But her neighbors were a little, little intense. Oh, yeah. Right. But yeah, anyway, um, yeah, I'll have to re-listen to that album now that you've said that that song was about me. That's, you're so funny. <laughs> oh. All right. The fairy's here. Oh, time sure flies. It's great to see you. It's good to see you, too. Yeah, I mean, and you, my number is the same. Okay, I, I still have it. I'll get it out. All right. Shoot me a text sometime. That's what the kids are calling it now. Well, I might, I don't really, I could call, but I don't really have a cell phone. Mm-hmm. But it's all right. It's Ooh, fine. Yeah, it's you, fine. you're a caller. I forgot you, yeah. you call. Yeah, I'll, I'll give you a call. Yeah, okay. That sounds good. That's great. It was so good to see you. It's great to see you. Oh, man, look at the time. I should really... Oh, yeah, of course. You got to go. You have to go. Yeah, but we'll we'll talk. We'll talk. Yes. I have to course. go now because I have to stay mysterious and cool in your eyes. Um, okay. <laughs> Always. Watch me while I walk away. Always. Okay. I, I will. Okay. Bye. She, like, books it onto the boat, and she's like, I'm out of here. I owe him, like, $400. Go, go. <laughs> I know James Taylor, what the fuck? (laughs) 